Hi, this is Rise Rocket Radio, episode 181, recorded on Thursday, the 15th of June 2017, and the time at the beginning of the show is just coming up to quarter past two in the afternoon. So, hello again. I'm not even going to start with the excuses of why this show is late. If you've read my Twitter feed, you'll understand. I'm pretty busy at the moment, got several projects, but I'm not ready to talk about them. So we'll leave that for today. So today is really a catch-up on all the interesting, geeky things I have been doing, have witnessed, and have enjoyed over the past couple of weeks since the last podcast. So let's do that now. And of course, there has been a UK general election. And I did vote based on one issue, which if you follow me on Twitter again, you'll know exactly what that was and what a total waste of time my vote was. So we'll leave that behind for now. (laughs) It's not a political podcast, thank goodness. What else happened? Okay, there was the UK Games Expo, which is aimed at board games. Well, it happened, but I didn't really pay close attention. I heard on a Beeb podcast that a Chinese manufacturer was cleverly at the convention to find designers looking to have their games made, which is an excellent piece of lateral thinking. E3. Now, when I wrote my notes, I wrote in the notes, starting later today, I'll watch and report back to you what I think. What actually happened is I fell asleep waiting for the event to start live on YouTube. So I missed the beginning. Anyway, it happened between the 13th of June and today. And from a retrospective, cursory glance at Tech Radar, I found several things of interest to me. Primarily, Wolfenstein 2 was announced, as was Doom VFR using the HTC Vive virtual reality headset. And finally, although this really isn't of that interest to me, Microsoft said that Project Scorpio, surprise, surprise, is in fact their new console, the Xbox One X. How imaginatively named. WWDC also happened, which is Apple's annual developer conference, worldwide developer conference. The big announcements were a new iPad Pro at 10.5 inches, The HomePod speaker that gives Apple users access to Siri, but according to Apple, of course, isn't the primary intention. They are saying that it's aimed more at music, which is code for we are a bit late to the game and can't really catch up with Amazon's Alexa or Google Assistant. They also announced iOS 11, the new operating system for their mobile devices, which will now come with a file manager. Really? It took you that long? (laughs) 
what an amazing innovation. They have invented a file manager. And that is coming in autumn. They also announced ArcKit for developing AR apps. And Mac OS 10.13, codename Hi Sierra. Watch OS 4. And there were also announcements of more hardware like the MacBook Pro, some iMac models, including an iMac Pro, which costs about the same price as four of my cars. I only have one car. I'm just saying four times the price of the car that I currently have. And although it seems like a million years ago, the Nokia 3310 finally went on sale in the UK. In fact, when they announced it, I couldn't believe that it had taken this long to get to the UK. But big whoop anyway. I think it's a stupid thing. It so isn't a real 3310. And yet, despite my cynicism, it promptly sold out. So, leaving the world of time-sensitive tech news behind, let's talk about some EDM apps, and by that I mean electronic dance music apps. I tried, since the last podcast, Hydrogen Drum Machine, LMMS, and Super Collider. Now, despite being generally into punk and louder music, my tastes are varied. And I totally and unapologetically love disco, rave, techno, and EDM in general. So I thought, as a fan of disco, and also Marvel's Dazzler, yes, Dazzler is cool, so shut up. I might be the only Dazzler fan out there. It behooved me to have a go at making some of my own electronic dance music. So I installed these three free and open source programs, starting with Hydrogen Drum Machine. I feel that this is the audacity of drum machines, i.e. it is not incredibly intuitive, but much, much more so than any other soft drum machine, paid or unpaid, that I have ever tried. So it's pretty good. It also comes with a plugin for the TR808. You'll know that as the idiosyncratic sound of the 80s with the deep low tom, 808 State even named their band after it. And the plugin for Hydrogen Drum Machine for the TR808 is really good. The emulation sounds really nice. Sometimes when you use emulated hardware, it doesn't sound that good, but this one does sound good. I also created a simple beat, which sounds honestly a little like something you would hear in a marching band, and a bit unintentionally camp. Don't laugh too much, but I'll play you a little bit, and you can see what a complete amateur can do with hydrogen drum machine. 
Once you've stopped laughing, let's get on to the next thing, which was LMMS. This is Linux Multimedia Studio. It is a free DAW, that is a digital audio workstation. So it's something way more sophisticated than an audio editor like Audacity, which you may know. I found it to be completely useless. The program started, but I just couldn't get sound configured, which is weird because every other audio app works on my system. So I have drivers for everything, and the only other hardware I have is analog and doesn't require drivers. So the fact that that couldn't work on such a incredibly compatible setup does not bode well and I can't really talk about it anymore because I couldn't set it up, couldn't configure it and it just wouldn't work. So that's a big thumbs down for LMMS which was unfortunate because I had such high expectations for it. Next, Super Collider. This is a live coding app for making music. So it is something that is quite popular at the moment. And considering that I am a bit of a techie and I do like tinkering, I can see the attraction. But for me, it's a huge time suck to live code music. This would have been something that I'd been interested in when I had more time. And to be fair, it is also the reason that I don't do things like play big MMORPGs because I just don't have the time. But apart from the fact that it can take over your life, it does seem to be quite good. Everything worked as it was supposed to do, although I think the learning curve might be a little high for a lot of users. It is something that is attainable. So, Super Collider, good if you have the time to get into it. Okay, and away from the tech and onto the pop culture a bit. I saw two films since the last podcast. The first one was Alien Covenant from 2017. It wasn't the film that I actually wanted to see. I wanted to see The Mummy, which we'll come on to later, because I did see that later. But man, what a surprise! I really wasn't expecting anything like this, and I feel that Ridley Scott has redressed all the terribly rubbish sequels that came after the first two films, Alien in 1979, and Aliens in 1986. This felt like an excellent proper gothic horror. Gothic as in the 19th century sense of the word. It had aliens-like action wrapped around a nasty intro and outro. I did find it a bit long, 
and baggy in places. The dialogue occasionally strayed to the cliché. The shower scene was frankly ridiculous. But overall, I didn't care because it was as if Scott actually read my mind and stuffed in exactly the things Roy would like. Storms, castles, evil mad scientists, death, tragedy, a good measure of gore. It just went on and on and on. We had Poe and Shelley levels of classic gothic horror, rather than the ludicrous Lovecraftian tentacular slash Mario Bava-esque, i.e. as in Planet of Vampires 1965, nonsense of Prometheus. That's all gone, apart from the story trajectory. My only gripe is the same as it was with the Star Wars reboot, and as it is with other endless franchises. Great as they are, maybe it's time for some new and totally original stories. However, all in all, excellent and nasty, and on goes my black hoodie. The next movie I saw at the cinema, and have, in fact, because of that, bankrupted myself for time immemorial, but that's another offset complaint, is The Mummy. There are better films on, like... Of course, Wonder Woman, but I needed cheering up with some patently ludicrous schlock. Unfortunately, while this reboot of the Mummy franchise, remember the Brendan Fraser thing? While not rubbish, is a bit flat. But the real stinker moment is Russell Crowe's pointless addition to the franchise. The producers should have saved their money and ditched him because he brings absolutely nothing to the movie. Totally, totally pointless digression. Other than that, not terrible. You can turn your brain off. But actually, I think if you just want to be kicked out of everyday mundanity, go and see Alien Covenant instead. Save your money. (laughs) Okay, next, The Handmaid's Tale, 2017. Of course it's 2000, so I don't even know why I'm saying that. I've just got into the habit of doing that, but I'm sorry. Anyway, I have talked about this series often enough. I think it's good, but... So far, I have thought that the series doesn't quite live up to the impact of the 80s movie version of Margaret Atwood's dystopian futuristic sci-fi novel. That is, until I saw episode 3. In this episode, we discover the fate of the real only friend that our heroine, Off Glen, has a fellow handmaiden 
And if you haven't seen the show so far, The Handmaidens are breeding stock for those of the new regime that is in power in the United States of America. Until now, we've only really known her as Offglen's walking companion and later friend, and of course, link to the Resistance. Anyway, back to her fate, and I'm not going to get into any spoilers at all here. But it made me scream, and I don't mean that as a metaphor, I mean that literally. I either screamed or squeaked a lot, and that night I found it really difficult to sleep. So you are going to need a strong stomach for episode 3. It is definitely where the show seems to take a sudden turning point, and I feel that events are going to get a lot more dramatic now. And with that, I've really come to the end of the podcast. I am sorry for the delays. I did really have a good reason, although that's not good enough, really. This should be a regular podcast, and it so obviously isn't. But I'll try to do better. Okay, I hope you enjoyed the show. Please get in touch. You can email me from my blog, where there is a contact form, and you'll find that at roymartha, that is R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R dot wordpress dot com. Click on the contact link. You can also find me on Twitter, at roymartha, at R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R, and the hashtag for the show is Roy's Rocket Radio. If you like the show, Tell someone about Roy's Rocket Radio. If that person is not familiar to podcasts, tell them how to download a podcast on their phone. If you don't know how to do that yourself, go to my website, roymartha.wordpress.com, click on podcast, and somewhere in that page it will explain how to get an app that will enable you to listen to podcasts. Please review the show in iTunes. Please also hire me as a writer, and if you want to do that, go to RoyMartha.com. That is just simply RoyMartha.com, which is my business site, and you can see what I can do for you there. I just wanted to thank everyone who downloaded the podcast in May. We are regularly getting into figures of 3.3 thousand listeners a month. That is a massive improvement from last year, and thank you very much for listening. But do get in touch, because it's nice to know who my listeners are. And finally, I would just like to mention Patrick Dudon from Twitter, who replied to a post I made about Vernon Wells. He is an actor who played Wes the Mohawk Biker from Mad Max 2, my favourite of the Mad Max films, 
also known as the Road Warrior from 1981. But he also played Bennett from Commando, which I didn't know (laughs) until recently. But Patrick has said that he also played Mr. Ego, or Igo, from Inner Space. So thanks for finding that out. I also suggested to Patrick that he listens to the podcast, and possibly this is my fault for the misunderstanding, but I should point out that Roy's Rocket Radio, and if you're listening to this, of course you know that, is a podcast, not a radio show, despite several attempts that I have made to get Roy's Rocket Radio on real radio, that is, streaming or even FM, it is, at the moment, unfortunately, only a podcast. I do, of course, appreciate all new listeners, and if you are new to the show, and Patrick, if you did manage to download this episode, maybe I should tell you just a little about the show. We are a mixed bag of... Everything geeky. So that goes from tech to movies to comics to games to just about everything that a geek would find interesting. And that's really what the show's about. So I can't really think of any other way to describe it. But if you are a geek, you'll enjoy this show. And perhaps I'm saying geek too much. But you know what's occurred to me? I could end this show by saying... Sorry about this, David Frost. And that was the geek that was. Do you like that? Do you think that I should use that? Okay, and that's it for the show. This was Rise Rocket Radio, episode 181, recorded on Thursday the 15th of June 2017. And the time at the end of the show is... 54 minutes past 2 in the afternoon and 39 seconds. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Bye!